What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Vinny here to run through college football DraftKings slate this Thursday, 9-2. So first off, before we get started, just wanted to send out thoughts to everyone dealing with Hurricane Ida down there in the south, as well as uh, the fires that are going on in Northern California, um, Lake Tahoe, Sacramento area, repping the Lake Tahoe golf course hat here. Um, absolutely horrible. Uh, so want to send out thoughts there. Um, one way I try to get away from real world problems is college football, baby. Uh, and then more so DFS and gambling. So let's jump to it. Um, hopefully everyone had a good fun Saturday with a nice little, uh, you know, four or five game slate there. Um, I thought we were on a lot of the right picks. Uh, if you stuck to it and, and played it, um, you know, hopefully you were able to cash some. Unfortunately, if you didn't have Zach Charbonnet, who I was not high on, not knowing anything about what he was going to do in terms of touches or workload, um, not that that mattered because he got about seven touches and seemed to score in every single time he touched the ball. So um, unfortunately, if you didn't have him, I don't think you were taking down a GPP on Saturday, but hey, who's bitter? Um, as Jay-Z said once, on to the next one. So um, yeah, we got two pretty big slates here. Possibly three when DraftKings releases Saturday night, but first one of the week, let's jump into it. Um, so Thursday night, uh, we have a sweet little eight-game slate here um, on DraftKings. Um, let me run through some of the games or all the games here for you and some of the point totals, and then we can kind of get to position by position. Um, I should have an article out tonight or tomorrow morning detailing it a little bit more, but um, here's kind of an early preview that I wanted to hop on and go through. So um, kicking things off, we have Temple at Rutgers. Rutgers currently is a two touchdown favorite uh, with a 51 over under. Um, Bowling Green goes through Tennessee, where they're a 35 point dog, 61 over under. USF uh, goes to NC State. NC State is an 18 point favorite with a 59 over under. ECU and App State. Uh, App State's 10 and a half point favorites. Boise State at UCF. Uh, UCF is a six point favorite as of this morning. That line's moving a little bit in their direction um, with the 69 point over under. Nice. Eastern Washington at UNLV, no line here. Um, Southern Utah, <laughs> they are at Arizona State and a 44 and a half point dog to the Sun Devils. And then wrapping things up, we have Ohio State is a 14 and a half point favorite at Minnesota with a 65 and a half over under. So, um, yeah, so let's get to it. Quarterbacks. Um, so there's a few guys that I have my eye on. There's four guys that are, I'm really leaning towards playing, um, that I like a lot. And then there's two guys that I have kind of an honorable mention that I'll probably put together in a game stack in case it does blow up. But, um, Jaden Daniels leads the way for me at 8,500. Um, look, they're massive favorites. I don't think these guys play into the second half, the starters that is, but as we saw with Fresno state last Saturday, um, two quarters may be enough for these guys to go bananas and, uh, and hit values. So Jaden Daniels, um, ASU has PAC 12 and possibly more, um, kind of title hopes this year. So they need to get off to a hot start. And I think they're going to, you know, absolutely smack, um, Southern Utah pretty bad here. So, um, 8,500 is a lot in a, what's going to be a really lopsided game, but he, I think he's still very much in play. Um, CJ Stroud, um, he gets the call. Um, so he is going to be the guy. Look, he was a top recruit out of high school, obviously went to Ohio State starting quarterback. 
Um, he was right behind DJ Ugalele uh, in 2020, uh, who went to Clemson and is starting for them this year. So um, this kid's got a ton of talent. Everyone's super hyped up about him in Columbus. He's going to have some awesome weapons around him. Po- probably the best receiving core in the country, as well as um, two or three capable running backs. So he's going to be surrounded by big guns all around him. Um, The question here is Minnesota is obviously not a bad team. Like they may not win this game, but they're not going to probably get blown out either. They will be prepared. They will compete. They have a good running game. So can they keep this thing close? Um, We'll find out. But CJ Stroud at 8K, he is very much in play. Um, you know, I don't love the matchup for his first game as a college football player, but you could do a lot worse. That's for sure. So he will be my player pool. Um, next up, I have Joe Milton. Um, he's moving up for me. I was a little bit hesitant on him because I wasn't sure if he was going to get the full like starting gig, I guess. But they named him the starter the other day. He's Michigan transfer. If you remember, big, strong athlete. He's a dual threat guy. Um, look, I they should run away with this game against Bowling Green. I think Tennessee and Josh Heupel needs to make a statement to their fan base. I mean, Knoxville has been a disaster for, you know, the last five or 10 years, probably. Um, They want to get out, get off to a good start and create that buzz out there. I think they're going to absolutely smoke Bowling Green. They should. And um, I think they'll run away with this thing and, and run it up a little bit too, if they can. So Joe Milton's moving up for me. I really like him here. And then fourth on my list right now is Eric Barre. 5,200, look, I'm not an Eastern Washington expert, uh, as they say, but, um, you know, they usually have a pretty high-flying offense, and they get to play UNLV, um, who typically would lose to some of the best high school programs in the country. Like, they're not a good football team. So I think they'll compete. I think this game could be competitive, um, being that Eastern Washington, I think, is one double-A. Um, but their offense is legit. So they may give up some points here, but I think this could be a sneaky spot for 5,200 for you to get cheap uh, with a guy at quarterback there, maybe in your super flex spot. Um, the two guys that I have is kind of my honorable mention right now that, you know, they're not bad plays by any means. I just, I'm, I'm, I need to find out how chalky they're going to be is uh, hammer and Hank and Dylan Gabriel in that Boise state UCF game. Look, they have the highest total on the slate, um, which is a little bit surprising. I know UCF is legit on offense, but Boise usually has a pretty good defense and they play really sound football. So I was kind of surprised by that. I need to dig in a little bit more there. Um, what I'll probably end up doing is game stacking this with this with both Hank and Dylan. Uh, and then, you know, obviously get two, three receivers or weapons from that game as well. If I'm going to go there. Um, but again, chalk is going to play a factor for me on that. I want to see what that's going to look like um, before I just lock both of those guys in, but they're definitely on my radar. All right. On to running back. Uh, so up top, you got Muhammad Ibrahim. Look, He's very similar to CJ Stroud, right? He is going to, he's got a very tough matchup. Ohio State's going to be legit on defense as they always are, but Minnesota's only shot to win this game is to pound this guy and get the rock and and get the the running game going. He's going to get 20, 25 carries, no doubt about it, unless they go down huge early on, um, which I don't think they will. But is he just going to be running into a brick wall all night? Like, that's the big question. So 8,600 is a lot. I hate the matchup. But he is one of the few true bell cows on the slate and in college football. So I think you can be pretty sure that you're going to at least get the volume here. Um, The production, that's the biggest question mark with Ibrahim. Um, Rashad White, 7K is up next for me. 
look, when your head coach compares you to Marcus Allen in preseason, um, <laughs> that's usually a good sign. Again, this is very much like uh, Jaden Daniels. Is Arizona State going to be up 50 to nothing halfway through the second quarter? You know, I don't know if they'll go that nuts, but um, they do have another guy in Tranium at 5,900 who I do like as well. Um, so get a piece of this game for sure. 7K is quite a bit for a running back who could be pulled early. Um, but again, he could very much hit value, go two, three touchdowns early on, and he's the guy who gets the scoring to put him up big. So be cautious fading them, but also I would not go all in on this Arizona State or at least any one guy. Like they're going to blast them. It's just a matter of who's going to do the damage. Um, Master Teague, I have up next, 6,700. Look, he's a really good player. Uh, he is going to have some competition in the backfield this year. It's definitely his. He is the lead dog. But um, as I'll mention below, they do have a true freshman who is going to get some touches out of that backfield. Uh, my guess is too, you know, I know they like Stroud and they have the amazing receiving core, but they could lean on him early um, in the season, just to kind of ease Stroud into it. So at 6,700, I, I think he's a really good price here on this slate. Um, next up, Zonovan Knight, I really like. Um, in addition to his sweet name, um, he's a preseason all ACC first team running back. 6,100, love the price. Um, Isaiah Pacheco, I have next 5,700. Look, he's one of the key pieces to their offense and he should get a pretty heavy workload to start the season. Week one, I'm looking for the volume, right? Like we don't know about production. We don't know about splits, rotations, who's going to do what, all these like changes to teams. Um, what I do know is I'm going to go with the guys that I think are going to get the rock, you know, quite a bit volume is, is clutch. Um, and I don't think you have to get too weird early on unless you know something I don't, in which case, please send me a DM, loop me in. Um, next for Tennessee, he was named as kind of a co-starter, Tyon Evans at 5,600. Um, same as all these guys, right? They're in really good spots. How much he'll get um, or how big Tennessee will be up early on will determine how long he stays in the game. Um, so be a little bit cautious there. Two guys, if you're paying down, that I really like. Um, Travion Henderson, look, my guess is he's going to be a little bit chalky here, 3,800, but he was the number one recruit in the country. He's going to get carries. Like they've already said it. He's going to get mixed into the game plan. Um, I, you know, I just don't know what the ownership's going to be. If he is going to be chalky, another guy I like down here is Ed Sadie. He's dead men price for a starting running back. Um, so he got named the starter yesterday. If you need salary savings, Mr. Ed Sadie is at 3K. Um, Cool. Receiver. We'll run through this real quick is just like anything in college. There's about a billion receivers that are playing on Thursday night. Um, a lot of them have value, but we have to kind of pick and choose here. So I love the Ohio state boys. Alave at 6,800 is a crime. Um, Garrett Wilson is more priced up, but both Wilson and Alave have huge upside. They're both studs day one picks probably in the NFL draft next year. Um, I'd get a piece of one of them for sure. Uh, Jalen Robinson, 8,600. He's receiver one for UCF. And what's the highest scoring slate, uh, or I'm sorry, game on the slate? Um, look, the price is hefty, but wide receiver one, if you think UCF does put up, you know, 40, 50 points, like you have to get some of him. Um, Khalil Shakir, 6,900. Like he's a little bit underpriced here and I really like him. He is a damn good football player. I watched some Boise games um, last year and kind of, you know, in the Maction or Pac-12 After Dark, whatever you want to call it. And this kid can play. Um, 6,900, this is a shootout game. He's a really nice piece to bring it back with on the other side. Um, 
a few of the other guys I like, Emezi for NC State, he's their top returning receiver at 6,500. I have Kyle Williams on my playbook right or my playlist right now, 5,400. I don't want to play anyone at UNLV, but if I am going to go to the Eastern Washington side, he is a bring back option. Again, that's Kyle Williams at 5,400. Uh, Jackson Smith Najiba, I think is how you say it. Uh, he is going to be receiver three for Ohio State, so he's going to probably play in the slot here. Um, it's first year starting. He's kind of a new guy on the scene. If you think the other guys are going to be, um, what's it called, chalky, or they are going to be too pr- pricey for your lineup, he's a good way to get exposure to this, and he's going to see a lot of playing time on, on Thursday night. Um, he's a really interesting play. Cedric Tillman, he's 5K. He was named a starter for Tennessee yesterday. He's the vet kind of of the group. And if you like Melton, um, he's someone that I'm looking to pair him with. Talo Limu Jones. So he is Eastern Washington's big time playmaker. Um, he should be primed for another huge season. And there's no reason to expect anything different versus UNLV. Again, teams like, you know, IMG Academy and Dale Asad probably beat UNLV on a good day. So, um, you know, I, I, I love this matchup. Um, Jaden blue, big time receiver. He dealt injuries last season. So he may go a little bit under the radar at 4,700. I like as well. And then Freddie Robertson and Randall Jones in the low four Ks. Um, there are another receiver pairing that has good upside and should be consistently like mixed into the offense. The only ones I didn't mention here is for a reason is the receivers for Arizona state. Um, look, they've had a good track record. Uh, they usually produce one or two NFL guys a year. There's somebody in here that's going to have a big season and a big game probably on on Thursday. Um, I'm just I need to do a little bit more digging here with two days left to go before lock. Uh, the depth charts that I'm running across and what I see in DraftKings, the pricing and, and the depth charts don't align right now. Uh, depth charts have Johnny Wilson, Andre Johnson, and Ricky Parasol as the starters um, that are just all over the map in pricing. So I need to do a little bit more homework there. But you know, don't say I didn't warn you um definitely get some exposure to arizona state uh, they're going to probably score 50 60 points on thursday night um we just need to do a little bit more homework and i should have that for you in the article um here again this evening or tomorrow when it comes down to uh who i like the most in this game so that's pretty much it again quick little 15 minute rundown for you before thursday night um if you have any questions, ping me on social media and don't forget to uh, view or go to our website, dfsredzone.com. And then uh, later this week, we should have um, another college football breakdown coming out for you for Saturday, as well as a lot of our NFL content starting to come out. So yeah, that's it for this one. Good luck. Peace.